Okay, everyone. Welcome back to the gazebo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This is episode two. Uh, We are going to break down the first Christmas movie of the year for 2019 on the Hallmark Channel. It's called Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses. It's true. Uh, I was just thinking actually right off the top of my head. Um, I think we need to have holiday names. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we like, should probably introduce ourselves again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was thinking we need to do an introduction, obviously, but I think we need holiday names, right? Okay. So like, you know, Dan Claus, but better than that. Danta Claus? Danta Claus. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Hi, I'm Danta Claus. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. I'm going to have to think about mine for a while, though, because I, I hadn't thought about this. Okay. So... You're yes, still, you're I still like the idea. Boring old Adam right now. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's just who I am. I think you're a wonderful person. Okay. Yeah. Adam Adam Cornelius. Sure. Yukon Cornelius is my favorite Christmas mm. character from any mm. anything. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. But we'll see. Uh, all right. So uh, yeah, I'm Adam Brown. Uh, I've been watching Hallmark movies now for six or seven years at this point. Uh, and I consider myself to be an aficionado. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen all six plot lines a number of times. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I love it. it Even uh, that deep cut sixth one where... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It brings me joy. I mean, I think the sixth one is like American hired to work for the some royal family in a made-up mm, country and sure. then becomes the queen. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's the sixth one. I think it is. It happens once or twice a season. Favorite of my wife, by the way. Which one? Which what all of them? Anyone where a person becomes royal? Yeah, just either via marriage or was just an unknown princess. Perfect. Yeah, yep. it's happened with at least Winnie Cooper and Lacey from Party of Five. I can't think of. I can't think of her last name. No, I can't think of two better people to become royalty. To be honest, yeah, Winnie Cooper is not the actress's name. Danica something. No, Winnie Cooper is the actress's name. That's how that works. Fair enough. Yeah. And then Lacey is the actress's first name. I don't remember what her character's name was on Party of Five, and I don't remember her last name. Sorry. Party you, of Five. Party of Five Anna? I'm not be. sure her last name. I didn't, I've never watched a single episode of Party yeah. of Five. So. Oh, Chabert. Lacey Chabert is the actress. Danica McKellar is the actress. Oh, nailed it. Good job. See? Yeah. Aficionado. Way to go. Check and check. Question mark? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Christmas. Oh, you should introduce yourself. Danta Claus. Danta Claus. <laughs> Watch the bouncing on the table. Yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I think introductions are done. We're good at this. We're good at this. I I can only imagine it'll be probably moments before um, I think we'll release this episode and I can... I'm guessing like Max Fund's going to give us a call and invite us to be on the network. Perfect. Flies out to LA, sign a contract. I don't know what that means, but I'm in. It's a podcast network. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love Max Fun. I know, right? It's my favorite. Best time of podcast. year, Max Fun Drive Network. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom will listen, I think at least, so that's good. Hi, mom. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's talk about Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. Yes. The beginning. I mean, this this to me. Let's let's just do maybe impressions. We'll start with sure. overall impressions. Okay. I thought this was a very safe, just kind of a perfect leadoff movie. For the countdown to Christmas season. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a strong, strong entrance into like the the 10th season of Countdown to Christmas. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It was great. It yeah. was it had everything you wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll tell you. So last week was tough for me. We, we had to put, put our dog down, mm, unfortunately. Yeah, it was sad. He was, you know, he was getting up there in age and it just, it was time. Mm-hmm. We all kind of knew it. I mean, it's probably been time for a while now, but uh, so it was, it was tough and the family's in a bad place. Uh, but I got to sit down with this movie out on the porch, put on the little, little stove in the corner, heated it up, enjoyed a cup of fine scotch, which was good. Always a good decision. Yeah, and that, that makes most of these movies a little bit better too. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a good. It was it was a uh, was therapeutic for me. We'll say I would say so. Yeah, it was. It. I felt like. I was really ready for Christmas after watching this movie. Yeah. I was like, you know what? It is Christmas. It is Christmas time. Yeah. As the little boy says in the beginning, you know, yeah. when they light the tree, the town Christmas tradition. Yeah. It's Christmas. I mean, this thing had <laughs> this thing had Christmas related contests. Yes. It had a Christmas pageant. It had a small town that just revolved around a very strange Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. Sorry. Never mind. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, no. 
so merged the first two movies together. <laughs> there, were, there were Christmas contests. Yes. There were Christmas pageants. There were, uh, you know, there was a big fancy house. There was a grandpa there who was, was involved, heavily mm-hmm. involved. Mm-hmm. Very involved. Yeah. A uh, single mom. Mm-hmm. You had the kid that loves the guy right away. Well, very. I think this Pretty was like a deviation from the normal script where the kid loves both of the, the love suitors. Interests. Yes. Both suitors yes. are quite great with the child. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it was quite obvious, like, you know, which one was, like, you know, one was just okay with the child. Yeah. And then the other was, like, you know, got down to his level, which... There wasn't a lot of mystery in terms of yeah. who she was going to end up with, yeah. which was uh, fine. And maybe we're skipping ahead here, but, like, I just loved the knowing look that, like, dad and daughter shared when the tall suitor got down to the kid's level. And oh, then yeah. the dad was like, oh, this is father material. This I'm is like, the one. Is it? That's just kind of what you do as a human being, right? Like, how, how low is this bar? Well, we don't know who she'd been dating to that point, too. It's true. It's true. We didn't get any indication of what happened to the child's father. No, none. I mean, it took what was about... His name? The kid's name was Max, I think. Max yep. was the kid. Yep. Yeah. And it took about halfway through the movie before we found out about what happened to the mom. Which mom? The, her mom. The, oh, uh, her mom. Yeah. yeah. Died at Christmas, of died course. Of course, died at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, I mean, there were carolers dressed in like, you know, Charles Dickensy top hats. Kind yes. Of, yeah, perfect. Yes. And then, of course, we had a gazebo. Yes. The, it, it was the best part of the movie, right? The movie like ends like with them meeting at a gazebo. I exclaimed out loud and was insanely excited about this. I was like, oh, it's, it's like they knew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I said as we were approaching that last scene, and maybe spoiler alert, but... I said, all right, because at some point in the middle of the movie, there was a random cutaway shot to a, an empty gazebo. Oh, I missed it. I wrote it down. Oh. We'll get there. I have seven pages of notes. That's great. That's a problem. I cannot spend seven pages worth of notes on these movies. I had five pages and I left them at home. <laughs> no. So ugh. we'll work together. Yes. But, you know, I, I'm like, why would they show this gazebo for no reason other than they're going to end up at the gazebo yes. at the end of the movie? Yes. And it validated Everything that we've done so far in this podcast, including the name, which was perfect. Yes. Meet us at the gazebo. Meet us at the gazebo. Of course. Mm -hmm. My favorite part of this whole movie, though, was the CGI snow. Did so? I don't think it was all CGI snow. Some of it. I mean, there was there was a. I think there was there was a sprinkling of snow on the ground at times. Yes, I think there was also somebody throwing fake snow from above at one point. Oh, I remember that. Like out the window, you could yeah. see it going up. Yeah. Before it came down, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> all right, should we get into the the plot summary? Well, I just want to point this okay. out because I'm going to come back to this over and over. I think you know this movie. They're all a tight hour and a half. You add in commercials, mm-hmm. it's two hours, right? Perfect two hours. Of the two hours, I think an hour and 45 minutes, it was snowing. And it never accumulated more than like just enough to maybe get to nuisance level where the very, you know, the soles of your shoes might get a little bit wet. Yeah. And that was... That's how it works. I mean... In Christmas land. The amount of... always snowing, but never really snowing inconveniently. The the amount of snow that came down, and they actually talked about that. (laughs) He said, well, I don't like snow. It's an inconvenience. And she said, well, I hope it snows during the big gala on Christmas Eve. What what charitable organization in its right mind is going to schedule something on Christmas Eve for all the big donors? They're not going to show up. Anyway, sorry. I digress. But, you know, so she, as the Christmas romantic, loves a good mm-hmm. snowfall. Mm-hmm. He, as the, you know, curmudgeon business guy, doesn't yep. like it. And, nope. of course, by the end, he's been beaten down because there should be eight feet of snow on the ground by the time at, they get to At Christmas. this point, they are snowed in. There is, a, there is like, this, the state national – the National Guard's <laughs> been called in. Like, there's, like, a state of an emergency. The president is talking about it. Like They have machines <laughs> tunneling under the snow to rescue people from the gingerbread contest. Anyway <laughs> – <laughs> so let's get started. So this movie, uh, well, first of all, the intro, the flyover with jazzy 12 Days of Christmas playing. It was wonderful. Too good. I mean, I love when the Hallmark movies start out with the jazzy jazzy tunes and the city flyover. It's amazing. Yeah, just the, the, the absolute safest possible like intro to the movie is like, hey, here's a Christmas town. <laughs> here's some Christmas music. And it's probably not. I mean, it might be the same town over and over, too. I don't know. Yeah. I remember them doing that in the Twins movie where Candace Cameron Bray was twins. I remember the good flyover scene. <laughs> anyway, sad how much I remember some of this. <laughs> where she plays both twins. Yeah. And the kids Fantastic. are just cool with that. Yeah. It's fine. 
Uh, so this one stars Jill Wagner and Donna Mills. Did you, did you recognize 90s, you know, 80s and 90s star Donna Mills? Was she the mom? She was the mom. Okay, yeah. no. Oh, sorry. Right, well, I did. Something. No, I assume she was famous, though. Like, I, There should have been, like, an applause line. If there was, like, right. if there was fake, like, yeah. a fake studio audience, they would have applauded. She's she relatively came. famous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, and I don't remember the actor's name. I'm sorry. The only thing I remember him from is uh, other Hallmark movies. Yeah. So. But he's very good. I like that guy. Yeah. Well, both of them. Both both of the suitors in this were good. Just fine. They've Perfectly been in other fine. ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Jill Wagner, I remember from the as the host of Wipeout, which is also one of my favorite. Shows. I would love to have been a contestant on Wipeout. Yeah, it we just, would have been really bad at that show. I know, out. but it'd have been great. Like it's just it's just it's just a water park ride, right? Like a really crazy water park ride. Yeah, it's that's, wonderful. That's actively trying to hurt you. Yeah, which is the problem. But you land in water, so <laughs> yeah, what could go wrong? Uh, can you imagine the waivers those people must have? Oh, had all the waivers. Yeah. All the waivers. The eight pages of waivers. <laughs> if you're lucky. Right? Initial here, initial here, initial here, sign here. Uh, all right. Do so, you have a will? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> Next of kin. <laughs> so, anyway, it starts with Jill Wagner and Donna Mills decorating a tree at mm-hmm. the Shady Grove mm. retirement home. I could not have laughed harder at Shady Grove with the old folks. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, they're on their way out, right? It's, just <laughs> it's like... been a good run. Mom, Dad, we're shipping you off to Shady Grove. All right. You know, it was it was awesome. And, and you know, as they're there, I'm not sure what Jill Wagner's role was, essentially. So she the... was on the board, I think, as, like, the kind rich person, right? So oh. she is the kindly rich person who owns, who has a, found, a rich person foundation. And, like, the foundation somehow funds the old folks' home. Donna, you're talking about Donna Mills. The, the, the mom. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the mom of one of the suitors, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mrs. Sinclair. Mrs. Right? Sinclair, is that her last name? Like that was their last name. Okay, I yeah. Think. So Mrs. Sinclair. Yeah. Right? So she was like, so like the, what, the way it works was, so was, what what, we, what is the name of the... The Shady Grove. Yeah. What's yeah. the name of like the main character, the woman? Uh, I have my notes with me. I just had, I wrote Jill. Oh, Abby. Her name was Abby. Abby. So Abby is like the, like the program coordinator basically, right? Like she okay. runs, she does like, all of the fun activities for at the, at the old folks home. That's the way it seemed. Yes. Yeah. Which she was totally able to just drop. Uh, yep. And when when Mrs. Sinclair offers her the chance to decorate the Sinclair Manor for Christmas. Yeah. So, like, you know, because Mrs. Sinclair is odd, comically inept when it comes to decorating a tree, I assume because she's always had people to do, to do that for right. her. Yes. And so, like, you know, then um, Abby comes in. She's like, oh, the way you do this is. And then we knew instantly that this was her calling in life. Yes. She was put on this planet to decorate trees. And all she needed was her own break, which... But- they both just immediately abandon Shady Grove. Which... Well, yeah, it's, it only comes back because um, Ham, the old the old man named Ham. <laughs> I love the old man who named was Ham, great. Yeah. Who was the father of another of like Suter B, grandfather of the doctor guy, right? So he was he grand he was grandfather. grandfather. That's right. Yes, he was yeah. grandfather. Yeah, and so he tried to set his grandson doctor up with Abby. Yes, yes, and yeah, but he was great. Um, he showed up at the Christmas pageant at the end. I was like, oh, good. He's still around. Because I worried that everyone just abandoned the Shady Grove. Yeah, well, you know, know Ham came right. back later on. Yeah. So, like, Ham's not. He made some kicking. appearances. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I was glad he was okay. Yeah. We yeah. didn't see any of the other people from the, the yeah. Shady. So, I hope someone kept Shady Grove operating. Yeah. So, we forward on to, like, the next scene where she's talking with her son, Max. And it was like, you yeah. know, Max, what would it, you know... What if I wasn't around so much anymore and I had like, you know, a job that was more, I was busier. So you had to spend more time with grandpa. And he yeah. was like, yeah, this sounds great, mom. I'm here for like you to fulfill all of your dreams. And I I love going to grandpa. I am the perfect child. Grandpa's the perfect grandfather yeah. and father. I'm easy. Yes. You no. just go out there and fulfill your <laughs> destiny. Do you, mom? <laughs> yeah, that's what they all say. And, and she says this as, as if like, you know. This this job will be like a full time forever thing. Like she just like is like quitting Shady Grove, right? Yeah. Like never to return to go. Like her career will become this thing. But it seemed like the job she ended up applying for was just like a two maybe, month gig, maybe three weeks actually. I right think is what it. Came and then her assistant to. was also able to just drop her career, fly on in Desiree. Yeah, who was legit. Yes, like Desiree ran the show. Let's be oh, honest. Just be honest. She was probably the most competent. 
actor and character. <laughs> yeah. Let's be, let's be well, honest I, here. <laughs> I, I don't know. Jill Jill is climbing my ladder of Hallmark stars. Okay. Jill Wagner. I enjoy Ask what Abby. she does. Yeah. Okay. Actually, so I had this, I had the closed captions on for this, which oh, I recommend, smart. by the way. Yeah, yeah, I will do that from now on. Her yeah. name was spelled A-B-B-E-Y. Oh. Yeah. So she has to tell every single person how to spell her name whenever she's yeah, like, that would be Abby hard. with an E-Y. With an E-Y. Yeah. Yeah. So Starbucks spells her name wrong every time. <laughs> if there were a Starbucks. Fill her up would probably, right. which was the name of the... Fill her up cafe. Yeah. Dad, the dad's name was Phil. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I love how they had to, they I mean, they kept on going to that shot of fill her up as yeah. they're like, hey, everyone, look. We're back home. We made a pun. Yeah. Look at this. It's a joke. Everyone laugh at fill her up. Yeah. He also lived, Phil lived in the cafe, right? Well, rightly so. Yeah. Where else would you live? It looked like just a house that yep. apparently had a cafe in yeah. downstairs. I'm sure, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair cool. enough. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm down. I would like that as well. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, let's let's go back to. I mean, after after she gets offered this job decorating the house, she's all excited. She literally runs into Nick Sinclair. Yes. Who's going to end up being her boss? Runs in him. Doesn't know who he is. Nope. He says, "Oh, sorry, gotta go because Hong Kong never sleeps." To establish but, his job as a as an important businessman. But let's be okay and be very clear here. Hong Kong does sleep. Just at a different time, right? Because that's how time zones and work. And probably they were actually sleeping at the time that he bumped into her because it was midday. It right? was it was that, late. It was I'm early. Time it was zones. early evening. So okay. like he was cranky because the town shut down. Because what town shuts down because of a weird Christmas, a Christmas tradition? Christmas and yeah. she's like, "Oh, our town does because it's a Hallmark movie." Yeah, and. And then he's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Tom, you know, business, Hong business, Kong business. doesn't sleep. Business, I work, 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 work. Business, work. business. Yes. Business, business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> work, 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 work. Business, business. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's CGI snowing at the time. Of course too. it does, yep. Um, but yeah, so that's when the dad starts giving her career advice. We meet Max. Max just wandered off at that point, like, in the middle of a crowded Christmas tree lighting near a double wide gazebo. Well, it's only, it's okay because he knows everyone in town. Everyone in town knows him and they, they did not lock their doors because I'm assuming it it would be insulting to whichever like town folks person is coming over that morning for coffee. Yeah. They have to just walk right in because everything is perfect well, and safe, think, which I think I'm okay with. I think they called it Richmond at one point. So it's Richmond, Virginia. That's an established... It can't be Richmond, Virginia. It, okay. It must not It must been. be like Richmond, a, Connecticut, Richmond, right? Virginia, Something. I think, is a big place. Oh, no, you're right because they come up from... It is Richmond because they come up from like... They talk later on in the movie about they're coming down... They're coming up from so-and-so, Virginia... Because it is sno- they're snowed in. It was yeah. Norfolk, right? They're coming in from Norfolk and they're snowed in. I'm like, well, I lived in Norfolk for four years. It snowed once. <laughs> so Snowed in. <laughs> I mean, it had been snowing for a month at that point. So. <laughs> you're, yeah. so you're right. This, so in the world of this movie, Richmond, Virginia, a large city. I mean, keep, your, keep just an eye on Max. Down. Where did Max go? I was worried about that. Ass- Max came back. I assume he Max was ransomed later, off at one point, right? Like- Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> she was making that Sinclair decorating money, so she could pay it off. All right. Oh, oh, I remember. So, so then she goes to the interview. The next scene is the job interview. Yes. And it's Hunky Nick Sinclair. It's just, it's you. Yeah. Was he hunky? Well, I mean, I don't know. That's I'll be honest. I think he was maybe the least hunky hunk we've had. Yeah. I I mean, here's my, I would have gone with the doctor. 100%. He seems like a very nice man. Right. I mean, was definitely the more attractive of the two. He's a pediatrician. Yes. Like when he did, do you remember when he did the magic trick and pulled the candy cane out from behind Max's? I ear? was impressed. Yeah, like a quarter. Fine. If you're able to smuggle a candy cane back there, an unwrapped candy cane, which she kept perfectly lint free somewhere. <laughs> I, I can only assume it was actual real magic. Like he is a, an elf who just was able to like magic, you know, candy canes out of thin air and just made it look like it was a magic trick because he didn't want people to know. I'm going with that guy. That's yeah. my guy. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Nixon also, Clinton. Ham. If Ham's vouching for him. Yeah. I mean, Ham's that's legit. Good, that's good credentials. Mm-hmm. You have Donna Mills on one side. I mean, so there's some pretty good some pretty good matchmaking happening here in this movie. So I think Dr. Elf is what we're going to call. Dr. Elf. Doctor, the doctor from now on. Yeah. He's just Dr. Elf, Dr. right? Elf. Okay. We're just making sure we're on the same page Correct. here. Correct. Good. Okay. So Nick comes into the interview. for. Oh, there's also Kate, Nick's assistant. Yes. Big mm-hmm. part of the... Big part of the plot line, not at all having it with Abby. At the no, she's uninterested because Abby does not have the credentials necessary because she also apparently rolls in the same like 
circles that like the Sinclairs do. Because right. like Kate. at one point she was like, "Oh, I I grew up with you know this rich named partner at this design firm that you that you worked for at one point. I assume that she will vouch for you." And she was like, "Oh, you know the reference is a little bit old, so." Yeah. So she's obviously a very well-connected, like, you know, probably went to, like, the all-girls boarding school. Sure. You know? So well, I, it was a pretty bad interview overall, let's be honest. Oh, one of the worst. Yeah. Like, and, but also, here's the thing about Kate, right? Kate is, like, second in command in this apparently multinational conglomerate. Mm. Kate's legit. Not multinational yet. Yeah. Oh. It, it, at this point, it is regional looking to move regional. into the South. Fair enough. Which, they, if they're there in Richmond. That's so a good point. I get, I'm assuming that at some point the Sinclairs were up north. Okay. And then they're moving south, which is why they have this Richmond headquarters. Yeah. At, for some reason, because this is where like his grandfather had like a summer home or something. Sure. So they're gonna turn this 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 mansion. fancy man it's a literal mansion yeah. into like a headquarters, which makes no sense. Just no sense. Like just work out of like well, a I think they were using it as share. a temporary office. Yes, they were, but there yeah. are actual places you can temporary office with. Right. Yeah. So, but not good for plot. So maybe Kate's not as legit as I thought. I yeah, think she is pretty. She legit. is the second in command, though. Also, yes. And also, she is. like, like I think well, she's whatever right. SVP is. What yeah. is? Do you know what SVP is? Senior vice president. Oh, yeah. Super vice president. Yeah, basically. Maybe super yeah. vice president. The, the SVP. Yeah. At times, saucy vice president. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but yes, interview. The interview. I mean, uh, it was a train wreck. It was a and, train wreck, and rightly so. And Kate she was not, right. Abby did not have the credentials. No. Well no. done, Kate. Yes, for Kate, spotting that one. Kate was correct in this situation. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Bad interview. Kate was right. Let's end this. Let's save everybody some time. Movie's over. Like, so go hang out with Lucky yes. Doctor. Right so, off into the sunset. Yes. Abby was upset because it was a shortish interview because she was never given a chance. Yeah. But I think she was given a chance, and it was very clear that she was not qualified for, qualified for the job, and. Time is the most concern for everybody. Right. And let's just go ahead and end this now. We'll go. So as she walks out, mic drop, I'm out of here. Oh, but first the fight. Oh, she yells at him, right? Yeah, she, she yells at him. She literally yells at, at them during the end of the interview. I never had a chance. You know, blah, blah, blah. They gave you a chance. They told you a chance. Yeah. They gave you an interview. You, yeah, they gave you an interview. That was your chance. Yeah. And so now it's time for everyone to move on, for them to hire a firm to do this yeah. job. And that I think is the scene. Yeah. So it's still, and that's the scene so, where they were like throwing fake snow up, <laughs> and you could see it going up, and then it would come down in the windows. It was. I was like, is there some kind of a snow nami in the back? Like the winds must be whipping around this mansion. Whipping. Whipping. So so uh, Nick, Rich Nick, chases her out of the room yeah. and says, "No, you are perfect. You get the job." And she's like, what? "And here, this was his quote. I like your spunk." Hmm. Oh man, I like her spunk too. Uh, yeah, everything that could go wrong with that interview went wrong. And I mean that. Yeah, and she liked that. She's like, "Oh, you nailed it." That's I, I, oh I, no, out, get you, out of there. You should Run, be hired Abby. for the credentials, you know. And Run so away. the mother makes a point of why is Kate sitting in on this interview? This is for the foundation, not for Sinclair Incorporated or yeah. whatever it was. Um, and then proceeds to never show up at any sort of Sinclair you know, a foundation right. capacity ever. And it's just like, as if working for the company. Right. She, never, she should have been part of the interview yeah. and not Kate. It was a very, like, well, yeah, it's so, not how interviews work as a career professional. Also, the job, I mean, the job <laughs> description was a disaster. Because she was hired to what? To decorate this home as a one-time deal. Yeah. But then ends up also decorating the Christmas party gala. Well, that got, that got added on later, added on right? Later. Yeah. So I'm not sure if she got more money for that. I, I mean, I, I would so. assume it would add on to her contract. I mean, I'm guessing she was not doing a great job with negotiating here. And well, there didn't seem to be any either. negotiating in the first place. I don't know. The employment side of this movie drove me nuts. Yes. Yeah. yes. Let's leave it at that. So <laughs> next morning, Abby shows up for her big first day. Kate immediately rips on her attire. Yes. Like, and she said something like, well, if this is the professional attire we're going to see, <laughs> you know, that kind of and then And then Abby would have the perfect, like, you know, perfect response. Like, well, you know what they say, dress for the job you want. And today I want to be moving furniture. It was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> I was like, that is the correct response. It. Like, what? And there was a quote in there at some point. I think he was telling her something and he's like, I like, you know, he's telling her what furniture he liked. And it was, he wanted sturdy furniture. So that's what he said. Yes, sturdy furniture. Not like weak furniture that he might somehow break. As a tall man, I guess. Yeah. Is what they were trying to get. Well, he loves to jump into his chairs. Well, yes. As every (laughs) high-powered corporate exec does. Yeah. The beauty of that scene, though, is 
Kate's telling her, well, I'm sorry, you just can't get a meeting with him. She's like, well, I just need to meet with him. <laughs> and within 12 seconds, she's meeting with yes, him. Yes, not the door. Like, she was told no. Like, no way. It's not going to happen. He's too busy. 12 <laughs> seconds later, they're meeting about, you know, sturdy furniture, which yes. is hilarious. So then we move forward to the school play they're preparing. I think we'd already had the makings of a gingerbread contest. This year. We didn't talk about the gingerbread contest. We walk, you know, she's working, can't get home, comes home late. There's the gingerbread contest. They're decorating mm-hmm. ornaments. The grandpa's doing all the Christmas so stuff. So we didn't kid. talk about, I think the, the ornaments was the most interesting bit, right? Because that was when she comes home from that interview, right? Yeah. And she comes home and they are painting Christmas ornaments. Yeah. And it was the night before the interview. She was up. She was up painting ornaments all night and then fell asleep on the counter of the well, that cafe. Was the, that, was the, that, that was the day before her oh, first right. day of You're job. Right. So You're the right. day before she starts the job, she's up all night painting 200 Christmas ornaments that whoever in charge of this pageant just let a seven-year-old volunteer for? Seems weird to me. Max can do it. Yeah. Max has a very competent grandfather and mother. I don't know. I saw Max's gingerbread house. Not the greatest. Yeah. Don't think he's winning the gingerbread contest. No. I'm just saying. It's yeah. a it's a pity win if he does win. <laughs> or his mom is the lead actress in the movie. It's possible. And he has yeah. to win. So. But anyway, lots. Of, I mean, so many Christmas responsibilities on top of her job now. Yes. That, you know, it's just, how do you keep up? Oh, and one of the things I thought was very interesting was when she was talking about, I think it was either during the interview or very early on in the job process, they're talking about the Christmas, the, the, the gala that was taking place at the mansion yeah. on, on Christmas Eve. And she brought it up as if she were some sort of like design genius yeah. that it should be Christmas themed. Yeah. It's on Christmas Eve. How was it not going to be Christmas themed? Exactly. If it wasn't Christmas themed, everybody was incompetent. These guys are the worst gala people yeah, of like, all time. Like the, the like the gala guy who was in charge of it, very nice British man. The British guy. Yes. Yeah, he, loved him. Yes. Was but we'll also incompetent later. if he did not think of like we should make this Christmas theme <gasps> on Christmas Eve. And by the way, everybody hates you for having this on Christmas Eve. Right. People do stuff on Christmas Eve. Right. I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe this is a rich person thing that I'm not aware of, no, but it's your it's your one chance to get to the Sinclair Mansion. Dan. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, love. So we get to the school play. They're rehearsing. This is where we meet Doctor Elf. Doctor Elf, and you know he's brilliant. He asks Abby out, and she just goes, "Oh, you." There's you know, something like, "Do you like to eat food? Maybe yeah. we should eat food together." And she's like, "Oh, you," and kind of walks away. I'm like. Wait, why would she just shoot him down like that? Yeah. She doesn't have any connection to Nick yet. Nope. I don't think there are any dating prospects happening. Nothing. Yeah. He seems like a very successful person. Yeah. Very nice. Seems to be able to handle like- Charming. Wonderful work-life balance. Yeah. Like every- Complete package. Like, Like if she's not interested, I was interested. Yeah. Like- yeah, let's go. Let's go eat food together, Doctor Elf. Like, food, I'm, sounds great. Let's go. Let's go do this thing. Like, you know. So anyway, <laughs> Kate. You know, then we get back to work. Kate tries to fire Abby. Like again, get over. And again, the correct response. Probably true. <laughs> I, I, her staircase looked nice, though. She it did. You know what? That was, was a fine. Right. Once she got into the job, you know, it became quite apparent that she could handle it. Right. Right. And but we got to have that tension at least a little yeah, bit. Yeah. There's got to be some antagonist here. But this is where, you know, now we've got the gala to plan, too. So this is where we enter Desiree. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not sure about the managerial skills. Like, Desiree, I need this, this, and this. But I will say, you know, I got late the one night. She lets Desiree go home a little early. Well, she has to drive back for the snow. Yeah, I know. Doesn't want to get caught it's, out. At that point, it had been snowing for two weeks. <laughs> Straight. I mean, I kept in parentheses on my notes. I kept saying, still snowing. Oh, snowing again, you know. <laughs> But uh, one interesting subplot I thought here is the, the the first half hour or so of the movie is like, I need to talk to him. I don't know what to do with it. Like, Abby could – she's the interior designer. She couldn't make a decision without talking to Nick, the guy, yeah. which drove me a little crazy. Like, just go out and design some stuff. Do yeah. Like, it was interesting, right, where, like, she was like, well, it needs to reflect him as a human being. And it's like – does it? He's just like using this as a temporary office, and then we'll move on <laughs> elsewhere. Like she's talking about, I imagine well, you I think having he's gonna live there. Well, I mean, I think she's imagined him living there, but like they, they never talked about he was gonna live there, and this wasn't like his home. He mm. obviously had other residences. Yeah, I wouldn't know. It's a different world. I mean, yeah. I've never been invited to the Sinclair family gala. 
Someday, maybe. Sure, you can hear that horn in the background. <laughs> there will be a horn in the background. Oh, it's golf. Okay, good. It's golf. Good. Yeah, we do work in the uh, in the big city, so sometimes you get some <laughs> horns and some. We might get some random people walking by the office yelling some things. So just nod and smile. Anyway, uh, you know there has to be that tension, so it, so she can take Nick out for a shopping afternoon, mm-hmm. and this is where romance starts to blossom. It does. Who saw this coming? Everybody. As soon as they ran into each other, yeah. you knew. Like, yeah. literally bumped into each other. That's going to be the couple. Yeah. I was like, and I'm going to be honest. He was so unlikable in this one that I was like, is this, is he going to be, is this going to be the couple? This seems like complete, you know, change of script. And then quite obvious, yeah, so this was the guy. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, I knew that he was going to be the guy. This was, this did it for me when she, she called him a Grinch at some point. Mm-hmm. And then he referenced the who's down in Whoville. Yeah. Which showed there is a little bit of Christmas buried yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, needs his heart to grow three times. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I loved it. And then there, so there's like a shopping montage. They end up under some mistletoe and the shopkeep lets them know, oh, you're under the mistletoe. <laughs> oh, it got awkward there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, Thanks, you know, shopkeep. who are you, bro? Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, I love a good shopping montage. It was it was great, and yeah. there were some legit scenes in there, right? Where she's like, you know, it's don't think of it as you know, an an, an incomplete dining set. Think of it like, think of its personality. Like this cup right here. This cup, it it's not just a mismatched cup. This cup has seen probably seen thirty years worth of, you know, Christmas memories at you know, and this that and that. I was like, you know, or. Or it could have seen Christmas nightmares, and maybe you know that you know there was some really awful stuff in this. You know, this couple maybe they're missing some of the set yeah. because they threw it at each other. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, I don't know. You don't know that. Like, yeah. But he was like, no, it's just a mismatched set, and Kate would get mad, and I was yeah. like, and, and rightly so, once again. Because but he was getting there. Right? He was. She he she was. did highlight the uh, Nutcracker. Yes, which he gifted to her later. He gifted to her later. Mm-hmm. Genius move, by yeah. the way. So yeah. guys, when you're out there on a shopping montage, yeah. And somebody mentions that nutcracker, make sure you pick it up in secret and gift it later. Yeah, I can only Genius. assume he sent one of his people to go and buy that specific nutcracker. Maybe Kate, because <laughs> I'm not sure there were any other employees of that company. There were just the two of them. It could have been, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, we forgot my favorite part of the movie. When Kate comes in first day and she walks in, was it, was it first day or was it interview? It was for the interview. She walks in and there's that awkward kind of like, oh, hey, it's you. Oh, hey, it's you. And then, you know... Uh, Mrs. Sinclair comes in. Well, oh, let me take you around the building. And then Abby and Mrs. Sinclair just walk off the door left wide open. Yeah. Abby just like drops her stuff off with the maid. Yeah. And they assume the maid's going to take care of everything. I was like, <laughs> close the door yourself. Like, what are, what are you doing? Do you just do that at home? Just randomly walk in and hand your stuff off to your son or your dad and then assume that they're going to close the door for you? Like, close <laughs> your own dang door. Just, just, really stuck with me. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's the point of the maid, though. I've never had a maid. Neither have I. Or anything. She never really showed up later again. Yeah. I rewound yeah. it to make sh- to well, check maybe, if she was a person of maybe, color or not because I assumed I was like I was like, oh man, is this gonna be? Because before cringy. This is before um, Desiree showed up. Showed up. So you're like, oh boy, is it gonna be just? And then it wasn't. Desiree was, I think, the first person of nope, color. There were two because it was also it was also oh, the woman the, at, at the Shady old Grove. Folks. Yeah, Shady yeah. Grove, who was yeah. like. Because there were two. She was actually great. She was. She might have been the best actress. She might have been the best actress. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, they actually did pretty well in this one. Like the big partner merger thing at the end. The it seems like the person running the other company. Yeah. Yeah. The the gala actually was quite diverse. Yes. Which was great. So you know maybe we're moving ahead a little bit. Good job, Hallmark. Twenty nineteen Hallmark movies. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I also during the shopping montage, they wandered by midday carolers in the gazebo. Like you do. And I think it was like a Tuesday. Yeah. Like who's out? By then it had to be like two or three in the afternoon. Who's caroling at two or three o'clock in the afternoon in the gazebo? There was no one else around. I mean, it was. That's just Richmond, Virginia for you, though. Richmond is just, it's Christmas town, USA. Never been there. You know, well, I might have to put it on the list. I think that was, you know, it was, you know, capital of the, uh, you know, the Confederate States of America and. Yeah. And uh, Christmas capital of the world. Yikes. I think it's what it is. Maybe great. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Not, well, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Ugh. Got a little Ugh. weird. My Ugh. bad. It's on me. It's on me. <laughs> I made this weird, didn't I? I'm sure Richmond is lovely. I'm sure it is as well. I've never been. Spent a lot of years in Norfolk, though. Wonderful town. City. 
metropolitan area, really. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so we jump back to Abby's house. Uh, Nick drops her off at the house. For multiple times when he dropped her off at the house because it was, like, snowing too badly. It, and I don't remember again, exactly the context. It's got to be Dr. Elf, right? He is magicking her, magicking her car back to her home, right? Like... Because she never gets rides back to her car. Like, yeah. if somebody, if where you, was her car? If you drive to work and then somebody takes you out shopping and then drops you off at home, your car is still at work because that's how cars work. Right. Like, there needs to be two people. It's not like, you know, the dad can go and pick up the car and bring it home because then his he's, car He's got to run the filler yes. up cafe, though. Yes. So, th- somehow, there are there, there's car magic happening here. Something happened, yeah. yeah. Logistically, Just, it didn't add up, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but again, charming with the kid. Wonderful. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Down his level. But this is when they cut to the random shot of the gazebo. I missed like, it. I it don't know like how a, I missed it. You know, she's like, okay, see ya, and like looks out the window, and there's the gazebo. Like, <laughs> I was like, interesting. But, yeah. but I loved it. I mean, like, oh, I've got stars around. I was like, bam, the, why is there a random gazebo? Loved it. I didn't see it till the end, and I lost my mind. Yeah. I was super excited for that gazebo. Well, that gazebo made an appearance midway through, a little foreshadowing to the end. Yeah, right? well, they're good at that. You know, you never know what's coming. It's so it's so subtle in these Hallmark movies right. that the foreshadowing yeah. is it's just like, oh, I never saw that coming. Yeah. <sighs> this one had a bunch of, like, subtle callbacks to the 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Which even was the song to start it, Yeah, if you noticed. Yeah. Because well, that was, like, his family's tradition. It's based on a book. I'm not sure if you caught that. So this was based on a book by somebody. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't write it down. Um, so I assume that it may have been a little bit more subtle in the book. In yeah, yeah. Like there was a 12 Days of Christmas theme in the book. Oh. And then just it kind of like didn't wasn't quite as... Didn't translate. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the next morning is gingerbread contest. Somehow Dr. Elf is there. Maybe he had a kid. In Dr. Elf was there because he's also like the super uncle. So he's there because his niece is there. Oh. And he just like, you know, he stopped, you know, did able to drop. Saving lives for an hour and go and just yeah. hang out with his niece. That's one of those tropes. I don't remember. Maybe I've missed some in the past, but most of the time, if there's a child involved, only one of the parties has a child. Yes. There's never like, you know, it's never a Brady Bunch situation where you're combining multiple families. Well, this is why I got confused for a short period of yeah, time me there. Too. Because, because so, Dr. Elf was like perfect dad material, right? Yeah. And so, so why does he keep showing up at the school function? Yeah. Who's his kid? Oh, so that helps. It was me that yes. It so it was it was his niece, uncle, but yeah. he's super uncle. He is like so. I have been able to be that super uncle, but I'd also am not like lead doctor of a children's hospital yeah. in a major metropolitan area right. in the you know eastern part of the United States. No, dare to dream, Dan. Yeah. Well, you know, also like the um, Mrs. Sinclair was there too in in their dining room helping decorate. Cause, well, because well, her and Max are, like, best friends. That, she did say that multiple times. Yeah, so like, later friends. on, like, she comes just to, like, take Max off of her yeah. hands. You would think that maybe at some point Abby would have met Nick previously, but I guess not. Anyway, yep, yep. I digress. So, in this scene, then, here comes Nick and enter the, the British guy. Yes. I think I wrote his name down at some point. It was a very British name. Just but a, Nigel, maybe? Something like that. I'm, I'm going to sure. say it was Nigel. But I'm they had to Nigel. go through, right there, they had to go through... The uh, the meal, pl- you know, they had to go through the menu for the gala. Right there, couldn't wait. She has to go work. Yes. Right? Oh, yes, yes. How can they? How can they ever deal with them? You know. Yeah. Well, then it's not a menu without her. So then they go through some stuff. And say, yes, this is genius. I hadn't thought of keeping it simple with chicken. Right. Like that's Abby's <laughs> big idea. And he goes, you know what? We'll pick this up on Monday. Why bother? The only reason they were there was to create some tension between Nick and Dr. Elf. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. And rightly so. I mean. Kate. Yeah. And later there's a little dig. Kate's never made a gingerbread house. Nope. How, he's ta- yeah. how could I think she? It was, it was uh, Nick and Kate are talking on the front porch of the mansion. And because well, I was over making gingerbread house, which he wasn't. But, but she says, well, I've never made a gingerbread house. Of course well, you haven't, Kate. We made our first gingerbread house last year. When Dean was four, we yeah. will never make another gingerbread house. They're hard. It's hard to do. Yeah. They don't taste good. They're just not, they're not edible. Yeah. You do not eat the gingerbread house. Well, and if you buy the house. kit, it's like expired gummy bears and yes. gumdrops. You don't yeah. want to eat those No, no. Nasty. That is actively I dangerous. Yeah, like, I have eaten them. That's, it's actual poison. Not my favorite. No. And then you have to use like the royal icing that comes in like, you know, the... The package that's been there, you know, yeah. since World War II, I assume. It's just, no, we I mean, will never do that ever again. So. Well, you will not win the contest then. Well, once again, Kate is right. I'm just saying she's, <laughs> she's correct again. 
It's a theme in this movie is Kate is right. <laughs> That's funny. So there's a couple of things. Oh, we get to pageant prep. This is the thing that that I loved is uh, they're they're rehearsing for the pageant. Um, oh, I missed a scene. They, they're in like they're in. I think they were in the attic, maybe or the boathouses. It happens a couple times where they're trying to find old Christmas. Ones. Yes, yes, and we learn about Nick's Christmas past. Yes, yeah. where his dad was like the perfect Christmas dad until he literally just wasn't anymore. Started doing business, business, business. Yeah, he was like perfect dad. Took twelve days off for Christmas, like you know, did everything perfect, like made these wonderful holiday traditions, and then he was like, "Nah, kid, you're six now. Time to grow up." Sad. <laughs> uh, so then we we fast forward to Abby talking to her dad about all that. She's you know we had we had an eye contacty we had moment. a moment in the in the boathouse eye contacty. She said or he said I didn't <laughs> want it, but that term was used. I loved it. Um, but then the dad looks at her and says, "You know what? It's time to get back out there." So she says, and he says, maybe this Nick is the one. She says, you know what? He's not. She marches over to Dr. Elf and asks him out. Because Dr. Elf is at the rehearsal for the yep. pageant yep. again. Now, like, she, there are no sick kids in town, apparently, which is good. It's great. It's a very it's good great. thing. Great. Wonderful. But, like, I mean, I've got nephews. They're lovely kids. I have never once gone to their pageant rehearsals. No. Like, I. So I have gone to a dress rehearsal for an ice skating thing. Okay. I think before because it worked into my schedule. Yeah. Better than going to one of the other like 15. If you're not, if we're from Minnesota. So if you don't understand ice skating, like, so the way that this works is, is there's like the dress rehearsal, which you have to pay for. And then there's like the Saturday morning, Saturday lunch, Saturday evening, late Saturday shows, yeah. which you have to pay for pay more all of them. And then there's like the Sunday matinee and like the late Sunday afternoon show. So like yeah. the parents are paying for all of these. Yeah. So you have you can as like a family member can choose to go to any one of these. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of it's not that big. It's like three or four shows actually, but it just seems like more than that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I can understand that. Maybe he had to save lives on Saturday. And Could so be. then you went to the dress rehearsal on. But this, I don't think this was the dress rehearsal. This it's was just like a regular just, rehearsal. Uh, like a Tuesday <laughs> a Tuesday night rehearsal. Yeah. So anyway, she marches her up to him, asks him out for a date. And says, do we still, do we still have dinner? Do you still or, eat or something? Yeah, yeah. Do you still eat? And he's like, yes, I still eat. Let's go eat together. That's and she turns out like, ha, did it dad in your face. Right. And so dad's like, it. no, I was talking about the guy who you, like had a moment with <laughs> yeah so later we get back to the mansion she's decorating like crazy but it's getting late and it's snowing really hard so they're all gonna get snowed in right and so uh desiree's there she sends des home how's it ever gonna get done so she can get to the pageant on time However, enter enter nick yeah Nick's going to roll up his sleeves. And Take off his suit hell. jacket. Took off his jacket. Which at this point she goes, I don't think I've ever seen you without a suit jacket on, a, a suit on before. And she can goes, you, what do you mean? Can you imagine? And did you notice for the rest of the movie, he did not wear a suit coat for the rest of the movie? I it did. was It was just Christmas. It was like sweaters with a tie underneath. Yep. Dressing down. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, they've got another eye contacty moment. And then he gets going. So he he takes her. I think he had, this is where he actually drove her to the the program because uh, it was snowing too hard. She couldn't drive there. Yeah. And then he left. I don't yeah. think he stayed for the program. She invited him to stay. Just stay, you dingus. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Because oh, Walter is a British guy. I wrote his name down. Walter. Oh, Walter. Not Nigel. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm going to call him Nigel. So the next day, she's getting ready for date night. I don't remember. So Des is talking about Walter's there and they're like, oh, you're wearing that to date night? And then Desiree had, had brought her a dress. Three outfits to choose from. That's, oh, wow, good point. Yes, yes. Genius. I brought her like, options that had apparently broken into her house. <laughs> and, like, this person who she had not seen apparently in years was her intern. Yeah. And was so broke into her house, knew where she lived, broke into her house. Yeah. Stole clothing. Yeah. And then brought it to work for this date. Genius. Yeah. And, you know, Walter gets in on the deal, too. Walter, yeah. the British guy. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. So she looks lovely. She does. She goes on her date with the doc. And then this is where Walter... So Walter was only part of this movie to advance the plot at two different times. Love it. And this was the first time, which is when he had to drop to, you know, Nick that, oh, he's on a date. Yes. She's on a, she's on a date yes. with, you know, Dr. Elf she's, at yeah. this 
super cool Christmas pop-up. It was the Christmas pop-up charity restaurant with yes. violin quartet. Yes, yes. Very clearly on, like, folding chairs and folding tables. Yes. Which is, I guess, why it was a pop-up. Pop yeah. They couldn't be bothered with, you know, actual tables and chairs. Right. That's great. <laughs> so you, you get to Kate, who's just making deals left and right. Yep. Because now Nick has checked out. He's just wearing sweaters. Yeah. He's into the holidays. Oh, oh this is this the most. No, so we can't skip the date, though. Well, this is what I'm getting to. Okay. So Kate's, you know, she's just making deals left. He's like, you know what? Let's celebrate with a dinner at this holiday pop up place. That's what he says. And she's like, hmm. And you think, is there a romantic spark yeah. here? Oh, maybe. maybe. No, he's just there to check up on, what's her name? Jill Wagner, right? Yeah, on Abby. On Abby. Abby. Abby and Dr. Elf. So, and so funny. They walk in to get a table. He sees them yeah. and's like, oh, we have, I know people over here. What? I didn't know you were going to yeah. be here. Dr. Elf said, this is the worst thing he could have done. He says, join us. Well, I think, no, she did. No, Dr. Elf, he did. I wrote that down. He said to join us. Because I remember Abby and, and like Nick being like, oh yeah, this sounds great. And then Dr. Elf and, and um, Kate were like, what? Yeah. No, this sounds, this is terrible. You should not say, no, we don't want to do this thing. And so then like, they just end up like flirting the whole time. I'm, I'm fairly positive that the doctor okay. invited them to join them. But either way, it was a disaster for him. Yes. Although, at that point, I was like, well, here we go. This is fun. Kate and Dr. Elf are going to end up together. Which I think, you know, towards the end. They danced. They did dance. Now maybe they'll have their own spinoff movie. Yeah. What if there's a spinoff movie? I can oh only hold a spinoff movie. Yes, they should <laughs> do that. Uh. Mistletoe Kisses 2 or whatever it is. <laughs> Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses 2, The Revenge of Kate. <laughs> uh, spectacular. Anyway, so later on, I don't remember exactly how this developed, but Nick ends up bailing on a big call from the McManus group. Yes. To go and visit well, this Santa. this is like the final call, right? Like, this is like the closing deal like the big call. thing. Yeah, and so just to go and just like hang out with Kate and Max to see Santa. Abby. and Abby, sorry. Yeah. Abby and and just like, hey, like, you've got this. You've got this, Kate. Yeah. And Kate's like, nah, dude. Like, you've got to do this thing. Yeah, because right. Again, Kate was right. Yeah, you have to be here for this. And so during, like, the the meeting of Santa Claus, yeah. they he, he gets a call and it's like, yeah, I have to go. And she's like, yeah, go, man. And again, without a ride home. Yeah. So again, just magic's back to her house. He's a very fast runner, though. Yeah. Yeah. And so... So he drives back and Kate's like, you blew it, dude. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? They've been, they've been courting me this whole time. And it's like, well, she's like, you blew, they, I'm not, I'm just the VP, man. They want to talk about the owner. Yeah. They, I'm just, I'm kind of a nobody. Yeah. You're selling companies here. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're merging and you like bailed for like, to go see Santa Claus. Yeah. You were wrong here. And he's yeah. like, yes, you're right. Though I cannot enjoy anything. My life has to be my work. I have to. I cannot have friends. Yeah. It's work or nothing. It's like, no, dude, you just have to, like, understand when you can and cannot. No, he he went back to, it was like they flipped a switch and he went immediately back to sad, yes. sad business robot yeah. mode. It was great. <laughs> it was like, it was oh, so okay, funny. I guess. Yeah. But he didn't go back to wearing suits, though. He kept good. on the he kept on the sweater, so you know okay. part of him had warmed up. Oh, that being his core from the sweaters. <laughs> Maybe it's just his extremities were cold. He needed the sweater. Well, they were in like a like a rundown mansion that yeah. hadn't been lived in in decades. <laughs> Haunted so, I mean, mansion. I imagine it was a little drafty. At best, there were ghosts flying around <laughs> everywhere, and everybody knows they're cold. So, but like, I I missed the the wedding singer band scene. Oh, which was great. Yes. And they end up like dancing together. Yeah. yeah, he just like went up and danced with her. I mean, it was literally like an episode of The Bachelor where they're on the date where there's like a band that nobody's ever heard of playing well, and they this dance came, quietly. This came up after they, after he had blown the deal. Yeah. Because they were no longer like kind of getting together. Yeah. So he was like, you know, oh. That was we, before the blown deal. That was like, okay, this is great. Everything's going to happen. Then he blows the deal. Then it's sad robot mode. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, it was spectacular. Wonderful. He, he said like, somebody like I, you can't I can't let you distract me. Interesting thing here. So Kate mentions I got tickets to the Capitals game for McManus, the, which is an actual day. professional hockey team. Yes, I want to get sued. Also, is that oh, product no, placement? She said or? Caps. Caps. She did not say Capitals. Okay. She said the Caps game. Well, still. So, so I mean, it could have been anything. It could have been like a Vancouver Whitecaps game. Maybe okay. he's a big MLS fan. Yeah. So he wants to head out to like no Vancouver. <laughs> we don't. I don't. I don't know. You know. It's a good so point. just the Caps game box. We said the and 
I imagine they are also a very wealthy company. And if he loves the Caps that month much, he probably could just yeah. ask them for it. But, uh, you know, whatever. So yeah. they go and they get to woo him back and save the day because Kate, again, the protagonist, she, she's right about everything yeah. and saves the day again. Yeah. So We also had a plot point here where Des kind of says, she says to Abby, you know, Kate and Nick are just perfect together. And Abby looks over like, hmm, wait a minute. So, you know, kind of like Walter or whatever his name is planting that same seed with Nick. Now yeah. here you see Des doing it. Well, Walter does it again later. Cause, cause at the very end of the, oh, she's gonna the, propose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The proposal being a business proposal, a business proposal, yeah. not marriage proposal. Nope. Yeah, it was a bait and switch. I oh, loved it. that Walter loved it. Anyway, uh, we to, oh, so th- we go to the pageant. The dad's there. You know, he tells Abby there's a spark with Nick, but all seems lost. Yep. It's really sad. Nick's yeah, mom so calls sad. it out too and says he needs to get his priorities straight. Yep. So everybody's on board with this except yep. for Abby and Nick. And Dr. Elf, who well, wants no, to Dr. be... no, Dr. Elf even said, like, I get it. There's no spark at some point. Sure. He understood. Yeah. yeah. Step, he stepped aside gracefully, which, again, I mean, he, I think, was ultimately the hero that she should have ended up with. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they go to the final walkthrough. Nailed it. Everything's great. It is, it is not snowing. And they had had some conversations. Abby and Nick had some conversations before about... How she hoped it would snow on Christmas Eve. They roll up to the gala. It's not snowing. For the first time in the whole movie, it stops snowing. <laughs> well, because she wanted Christmas Eve snow and there's just no snow. Right. Because now she's sad, you know, except for like, you know, the fact that the state is shut down because there are <laughs> there are no plows in Virginia. I want you to be aware of this. They yep. are not equipped to handle that Apparently much snow. Not. Yeah. Like the cities just do shut down. Maybe Richmond <laughs> is different than Norfolk. I don't know. But like... We had a light dusting once when I was first in the Navy, and the city shut down. That's it was, there, it was maybe an inch of snow. You know, if you look behind, if you look out the window right now, Dan, it's oh, it is actually it's snowing. Actually snowing. Oh, CGI. It's it not is November fourth. <laughs> it is big, giant flakes of snow too. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna put Christmas music on in my office. Oh yes, it is Christmas season. So anyway, we get to. Uh, you know, we get to the gala. Everything's going on. You know, Donna Mills is rocking it. Not <laughs> subtle. Like, why don't you just, you know, go out with her? Go out with her already, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the the McManus discussion happens. Everything falls into place nicely, perfectly. Kate's like rocking expect. it. Yeah, Walter. Yeah, like you said, Walter tells Abby that Kate is has a proposal for Nick. Yep, she's crushed. Yep. Uh, the proposal turns out to be a business proposal. Where she just takes over the company. She takes over the company. Nick can take a step back and yeah. spend time with Abby. Yeah. Uh, they can talk about Christmas. So he goes to find her. And what happens? Abby left. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Abby left. But in the meantime, Kate, uh, Doc shows up and asks Kate to dance. <laughs> yeah. Sparks fly. Yes. Cue, you know, mm-hmm. Revenge of Kate. <laughs> Part two. So we get to the end of the movie. And now we've got somehow you know, now we're we're pushing like what nine ten o'clock on Christmas yep. Eve. Nick has found a string quartet. I think it was just I think it was just like wasn't it just a violin like a duet like wasn't it just a cellist and the two a, of them? I think it was just two of them. Well, yeah. At least a duet because he apologizes for only able to find the two string players on Christmas, <laughs> on Christmas Eve, Eve. And they're they're you know dress up and they're in the gazebo, and you know. <laughs> It's crazy. She's somebody says, "I know what I want for Christmas. It's you." They kiss. It starts to CGI snow, or at least maybe somebody's throwing some snow on the screen. At this point, it was CGI. I think I had <laughs> take a screenshot of it. Yeah, and then boom, credits done. That's it <laughs> at the gazebo. I mean, it's perfect. It was the perfect Christmas movie. It was perfect. Yeah, it was. I think a strong beginning of. The, 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 you know, Countdown to Christmas. I loved it for the first offering. Yeah. I mean, some of these early ones, you kind of, they're kind of meh. Yeah. So, because like, I don't think they've gotten into the full viewership yet at this point. No, they kind of, you know, there's a lot of movies they have to roll through. Yeah. So I think we should, I think we should have some sort of Christmas scale that we, Ooh, good idea, that we uh, rate these on. So maybe like one to 12, like the, as of the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Where like, you know, now we gotta look them up. Like, is yeah. it twelve lords of leaping? Or I whatever, think it's twelve right? drummers ladies jumping, dan- ladies dancing, eleven ladies dance, twelve lords of leaping, eleven <laughs> ladies dancing. Yeah, I'll pull it up right. Yeah. now. Yeah. So I know it's, you know, 
a partridge in a pear tree, which yeah. I think receiving a bird as a gift is the worst possible gift. <laughs> they never die. <laughs> like parrots live 120 years or something. What's well, a partridge, which is not a parrot, right? Or is that a parrot? Well, I'm just saying parrots yeah. live that long. Yeah. So I'm just saying. I don't know about I think, I think so 12 is obviously, unless the five golden rings is our, is, is the best possible. And then, yeah. you know, then it's 12 to one. All right. We get super complicated. So where are you at on the where are you at on the scale for this movie, Dan? Where would you I mean, rate this one? It's not five golden rings, right? It's not the best possible movie of all oh, that's time. That's the best one is five golden rings. Well, I don't know. Should it be? Because five golden rings is the best gift. Well, it or should on what twelve you're just for. be? So should we okay? We should go one to twelve. One being weakest, twelve being twelve best. being the best. Okay. So I would give this like a solid nine. Okay. I would. So nine is. Let me find it here. Uh, seven on the ninth day of Christmas, nine ladies dancing. I think it's just, I give it nine ladies dancing for sure. Yes, one hundred percent. A nine really? ladies. I mean, it's, it's a. I think it's a strong beginning of the season. But I mean, I, I don't think no, it's. Never mind. This is a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird list. It's not nine ladies dancing. Here, let's see if this one will come up. I Isn't it? There are ladies dancing. No, here. Not. Oh no, it is, it is nine yeah. ladies dancing. Yeah. Nice. I think. Okay. It's, I think. I yeah, I give this a solid nine ladies dancing. Yeah, I would give this one. Um, I think I'll give it an eight. Sure. Eight yeah. maids. It's eight maids of milking. Yep. I'll give fine. You know, yeah. Fine. Yep. So we are, we are starting off pretty solid, right? Yep. That's, I would that's say above, yes. above 500. They're above half. They're, yeah. So it's an that's above, good. I think it's above average Christmas movie. You know, I would definitely say put this one on. Um, it's yes. fun. If you have not watched it yet, definitely watch it. Yeah. So. Next steps, Dan, we got to pick our next movie. So our next movie, I think we've, so we're recording a little bit late because of life happened. I didn't have childcare yeah. on Friday and so we couldn't record on Friday before this one. So yeah. um, we're going to release two episodes this week, right? That's the goal. Yep. So the next episode we're going to, we, uh, next week, blah, blah, blah. Words are hard. Yeah. The next movie we are going to watch is A Christmas Scavenger Hunt or a... What's it called? Christmas Scavenger Hunt. Christmas Scavenger Hunt, yes. But Original air date is Sunday, November 3rd. Yes. So if you haven't watched that yet, or if you record it like you should, yeah. watch it. We'll probably release this episode on, on Friday, we'll shoot for. Yeah, we'll try to get the next one out as soon as yeah. we can. Yeah, so this one, go, this one is going to go live today, Monday, November 4th. And then um, we'll record again that movie middle of this week, and we'll release that one on Friday. Yeah. And then we are gonna then we'll do... Once a week, moving forward, one movie a week. So should we look at next week's episode now or wait until um, after we watch the second uh, movie this week? Well, let's, I mean, because I think we'll be recording by, you know, at some point this week. So maybe Friday over the lunch hour and then we'll have, we'll be able to get that out then. Yeah. Do you think? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should give people some advance. Let's give people advance notice now, right. actually. Let's okay. Look. So the next two options are Picture a Perfect Christmas and the mistletoe secret. Okay, so who are we? What are we looking at here for that? Who? Well, let's let's get some research going here. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. Do you want to pull up? Uh, why don't you pull up the mistletoe secret? So, picture a perfect Christmas. A photographer returns home to take care of her grandmother, and gets involved with a neighbor who needs help in looking after his young nephew. And the cover art here for this one features a dog with reindeer antlers on. So we're dressing up dogs. Uh, I don't know. This one looks pretty good. We've got Merritt Patterson and John Core. I don't know those folks. No, I don't either. So not much to go on with the stars. I feel like I recognize both of them from previous movies. So... Mistletoe Christmas is a chance meeting between two strangers who share a disdain for cr no, two Christmas haters. Mistletoe Secret, Dan. Oh. You've got Mistletoe Promise up there. Oh, my bad. <laughs> that, I feel like that should not be my fault. <laughs> it's not. It's uh, not. So, it's what is it? <laughs> Mistletoe Secret. Mistletoe Secret. I'm, I'm intrigued, actually, by the word secret. Well, yeah, that's it. Secret. That's the one. Okay. Oh, is that Pickler? So we have Kelly Pickler. Oh, and I mean. Tyler Haynes and Patrick Duffy, which is a name. Patrick Duffy? Yes. Oh, man. So let's look yes. at this. So we have uh, when 
Arya Yubank convinces a famous travel writer to do a feature story on her beloved hometown, Midway, Utah. Oh, boy. It looks like the town's tourism drop is about to be reversed. I think that's I think that's is. I think this like, one's, this one's a little secret. bit of a no-brainer, I yeah, think, this Yeah, I would week. say this is a middle, mistletoe secret all day and twice on Sunday. So yeah. when is mistletoe secret air? Uh, mistletoe secret is Sunday, November tenth. So another Sunday watch, okay? Yeah, per, I mean Patrick Duffy from Dallas and Step by Step. I mean, come on. Yeah, you got to go, Pat Duffy. Yeah, yeah. I'll P Duff. All right, I'm in. Let's Great. do uh, the mistletoe secret, and we'll see how that one goes. So, you know, the watch list that's out there right now, we've got Christmas scavenger hunt followed by the mistletoe secret. Yes. Cool. All right, Dan. These are fun. Yes. I enjoy this. Me too. Yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It is. It is. (laughs) Okay. Nice job. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy holidays. Enjoy the season. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. And meet us at the gazebo? Why not? You know what we should do? Let's see if we can find a late night string duo. Oh. It yeah, is we, Christmas Eve, though. We need, we need to find a sign-off is what we need to find we figure out. So between <laughs> now and next next episode, we need to figure out how to end these things. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Go watch those movies and meet, meet us, us at, at the, the gazebo. gazebo. <laughs> <laughs>